episode was an episode for a special guest. It was Russ McAmey with the McAmey Manor. Now, for those of you who don't know what the McAmey Manor is, listen to the episode because he's going to explain to us what it is. Before we move on to the actual conversation, let me just say this. The quality isn't the best because we had to record it via Facebook. We actually tried using Zancaster, but he couldn't really do it with the phone. So Unfortunately, we had to record it via Facebook, so that's why the quality isn't the best. So basically, when I'm talking, you can hear that my microphone's quality is the same thing, but due to the nature of having to record via voice meter and then using basically uh, outputting the audio from Facebook or desktop in this case to uh, audition, you can hear basically me in the background because of the phone so anyways if you really want to listen to this you damn well know that you are going to listen to this if you don't want to listen to this because of the quality i'm sorry dude but you are kind of a loser because sometimes you know there's things that are a lot more interesting even with low quality go listen to the you know the 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 some of the coolest bands in the world you know we're the coolest bands in the world because of the quality. This is sound like these super perfect auto-tune voices and things like that. Anyways, I'm just rambling at this point. Guys, go listen to the episode, and thank you for listening. Now, Russ McKamey. Russ, welcome to the podcast. First of all, what made you start the manor? Oh, that's a big question, but I've been doing a version of McKamey Manor my whole life, ever since I was a little guy. started out when I was really trick-or-treating with my dad going around and seeing other people's houses what they were doing like little uh i'm talking when i was you know four or five years old i remember going through you know little mazes things that people would make and i got hooked right then so as far as i can remember i was doing some form of a haunted house didn't matter matter where i was at didn't matter how old i was didn't matter whether i was on board a ship i was in, I was in the navy for 23 years and 17 years of those I was out to sea, so I was actually building haunted houses on the ship for the cruise. And it didn't matter if I was in a one-bedroom bed, apartment. I was always doing some form of some version of McKamey Manor. And it's just kind of uh, grown into what it is now because it's just a natural progression. You have to always up the game every year. And if you know, if I've been doing it this many years, obviously I have to keep on improving and making it different and more unique year after year. So that's where she sits right now as a very extreme survival horror boot camp type experience that's uh, very mentally challenging. I'd say it's not as physical as it used to be because I, I change things up all the time, but it's a very mental type of program that's 
actually much scarier than anything I've ever done before. So, but yeah, so I've been doing it my whole life, and I'll continue doing it until I'm, you know, dead and gone. Then just prop me up inside of a haunted house someplace and make me a prop, I guess. <laughs> so you have a very particular motto for your for your uh, project, which is you really don't want to do this. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I have to be upfront and honest with people, and I'm extremely transparent. And anybody who knows me knows that they'll get the real story. Because legally, I have to, because it is such a, it can be a dangerous place, that if you don't pay attention, you're going to end up hurt. And so the motto is, you really don't want to do this. And you really don't. I mean, you may think you do. You may think you're that adrenaline junkie who's going to be the one guy to finally take on the matter and show us what it's all about. You're just kidding yourself. It's not that simple. And, you know, after all these years, not one person has ever completed the tour. Well, that tells you something right there. So I'm dead serious when I say you really don't want to do this. If I can talk somebody out of it before they waste my time and come here, then that's better for me. Because otherwise, it ends up being the same story. Rinse and repeat. Time after time, people think that they're all big and bad and they're going to take, take the manor on and, and they get here and they turn to a pile of goo because that's just what the manor does to you. doesn't matter how tough you are. doesn't matter if you're a Navy SEAL or a Green Beret or an Army Ranger or law enforcement. You know, I mean, my favorite kind of contestants are military because I'm military, so I know that military folks can adapt they can overcome. They have the kind of personalities that I like. They, they're squared away. They, they got their head on a swivel. They can handle, you know, situations that they're just kind of popping up here and there. They, they're what I like. So, but even those guys, you know, can't get through it. So you can try. Anybody out there listening, you can try. And that's why I offer $20,000. I mean, what other haunt in the world that's crazy. Start you out with twenty grand, and it's your job just to hang on to it. And if you get through the entire ten hours after the clock starts, then you're good to go. You can keep what the what you have remaining left of the stash I give you. But I'm telling you right now, don't come here for the money. Don't think you're going to win anything because I can promise you, guarantee you in writing, no money is going to be exchanged because you will lose. The manor will eat your lunch, take your milk money, and you will quit. And not just saying that to act like some tough guy. I've got a record of it. All you gotta do is go on Facebook or go on YouTube. Go to McKamey Manor Presents. That's the right YouTube channel. There's a bunch of hacked ones out there. If you're watching old stuff, then you're on a hacked channel. If you're watching the old rough guys beating you up, that's, that's old business. That's boring stuff. You want to go to McKamey Manor Presents and watch the real shows so you know what you're getting into. And um, there's one movie called And Then There Were None. In fact, I'm making a new version right now. That's everything from uh, July of 2017 to 13 April of 2019. So it shows you every single person who's ever attempted it, all the big toughies who come through here thinking they've got it, got it beat, and you're going to see what happened to every single person. And that actually is one movie that I make people watch before they sign on. You have to know what you're getting into. 
And part of the movie is me explaining how the manor works, and then it has, of course, the portions of people, how it ends for them, then it has a commercial of the Desolation Tour. But legally, um, you have to watch that movie if you have any hopes of ever getting in here, because you got to understand what's going to happen to you. I mean, you know, you can think what you want, and you can think I'm full of it, and, and I'm just talking crazy, and I'm just doing this to try to stir up controversy. You can think what you want. But I'm telling you, the matter is going to eat you up and spit you out. That's just how it is. So believe me or not, I'm just telling you the truth. That is very ambitious. I mean, 20 grand for going through a haunted house is quite the thing. Why a haunted house? Are you into horror and, and things like that? Or was it just like random? Did it just happen? Or is it something that you really like? Explain us a little bit. Well, I'm actually, uh, I mean, people get the wrong idea about me. They, they think because I have the world's most extreme haunt, that must be some crazy psychopath and stuff. But I'm, I'm like anything... I'm the opposite. You know, again, I'm a 23-year veteran. After that, for the next 13 years, I worked as a veteran's advocate to help disabled vets. And, and then I'm a do I rescue animals. And I'm a wedding singer. I mean, I mean, how scary can a wedding singer be, right? So um, I'm super conservative. I've never been drunk in my life, never had a cigarette, never had an illegal drug, clearly. I've never had a cup of coffee. Don't cuss, really. So I'm, I'm not like what you think I am. What people think I am, you know, Sorry totally to interrupt you. I was going to talk about that. So the 20, what, what I found interesting is when I was watching the YouTube channel, with right. the 20 grand, you take money out of people when they're cussing while doing the, the, the program, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Every time you cuss, you lose $500. So I tell them, hey, if you want to cuss, just knock yourself out. But every time you do, I'm taking away 500 bucks. So, so all those metalheads, all those rockers, <laughs> all the people that have been cussing and, and swearing their whole lives, I'm one of them. So it's, oh, they're screwed. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to, like, you know, pay attention to detail. It's all about paying attention to detail. You can't follow directions. Again, it's all about that military background I have, right? So if you have a tough time following directions and remembering what you were taught throughout the day because the haunt is actually broken up into two categories. There's the daytime portion and the nighttime show. The daytime portion starts at 10 o'clock in the morning and goes until sunset. And once the sun goes down, it's a whole different animal. But the daytime show is where I'm going to evaluate you, find out what you can and cannot do mentally and physically. This is where we're going to play our little game of you trying to collect cards there's these fail cards, You're, these get-out-of-jail-free cards. Your job is to collect throughout the day as many of these cards as you can before you take the real tour at night. Because once you're in the real tour, if you lose all of these cards, you then have to do what is called a hallelujah breaker. And if you cannot complete this hallelujah breaker, it's game over. You lost. You lost the money. You lost the tour. You're done. Now, does that mean I take you out? Nah, I'll keep you in there just for kicks and grins if you want to stay in. But officially, you've lost. So your job throughout the daytime is to do well at what I call boot camp. And this is, again, where I evaluate you. This is where I find out your weaknesses because, in reality, I need to know these things because you're going to be doing some very dangerous, horror-filled activities that – I don't want you getting hurt. 
you know, I'm not going to lie to you. We had one death here last year, or actually in 2017, because the individual was not honest about her medical condition. So wow. that's why you have to get a sports physical. You have to have all, all this proof telling me that you're physically and mentally okay to do this because she lied about things and the doctor didn't know about it. And sure enough, she had a heart attack and then drowned when she was inside oblivion and spectrum because she got bit by one of the caimans, which is an alligator. You're going to swim with alligators inside a 200-yard underwater maze. So if you can't handle swimming a 200-yard underwater haunted house, then don't show up because that's the kind of stuff you're going to do with live caimans, and the caiman is an alligator. Now, if you take a selfie with that alligator, I call him an alligator, he's a caiman. If you take a selfie with him, he's not that big anyway. His name is Ralphie. Take a picture, and you get 10000 bucks more. So there's a reason to go in. But these are the kind of real things you're going to be doing. So if you're not up for it, stay away. And this is what people find out when they're here. They start to show, and they go inside, and they realize, oh, my God, I, I didn't know I was going to be buried 12 feet underground and then I have to figure out how to get out of it. I didn't realize that I was going to be in an incinerator with, with real fire and my, my clothes catching on fire. with you got flame retardant material on. I didn't know I was going to be hanging upside down inside of a Harry Houdini water torture chamber with live moray eels surrounding me. Oh, I didn't know this. Well, yeah, you did know it because we talked about all this at the contract. That's why the daytime stuff takes a long time. You're going to go through every single line of that contract on camera, out loud, and you're going to know what every single cast, stunt, or breaker will be that you're going to come in contact with. And I'll explain to you how to get out of them. I'll explain to you the safety precautions of each thing you're going to do. So there's nothing you don't know. You can never say, for example, Russ, I didn't know you were going to pull my teeth out without Novocaine. Oh, yes, you did. We talked about that in item 156. I didn't know you were going to pull my nails out. Well, sure enough, you did, partner. Number 132 says that. So you know exactly what's going to happen. And that's why nobody ever comes back and tries to sue us because they signed up for this on their own and they know, and I'm there talking them out of it the entire time, the entire time they're, they're signing the contract. I say it a thousand times, dude, you don't want to do this. This is real. You really don't want to do it. Walk away now. So if I do my job right, they'll walk away. But if they're so stubborn that they don't do it, they're going to find out, and then they get inside. And then what happens? I quit, Russ. So it happens time and time again. So it's no joke. This is not like anything your mind can even imagine. You're going to be on a two-mile electrified zip line. You're going to be inside, inside an escape room that when you fail, the, the, you know, the floor falls out. Now you're attached to a bungee. But you're going to fall 250 feet in the dark, and you're going to hit the water and you're going to need to grab a certain chest to pull up. I mean, it's these kinds of epic scenarios that you're going to be involved with. This is not like anything that anybody can imagine until they're here. So and once they get here and once they try it, they're like, I can't do this. This is, this is crazy. And so you, you need to know what you're getting into. And I tell everybody. And, again, if I, if I, if I was sneaky about it, if I didn't, Tell them honestly what was going to take place. I could be legally in trouble. So, but because I tell them everything and tell them how it works, 
and how to do it and how to be successful at every stunt or breaker or task that they're going to be involved with, what are they going to do? They can't come back and say, I lied to them. I didn't lie to them. They know what they're getting into. So that's what makes the manor so different. It's on a huge scale. You're not walking through some room going, oh, that's cool. No, no, no. You're being, you're involved. It's interactive every step of the way. And it's flipping scary. And plus, everybody knows I use mind control techniques. I use hypnosis. I mean, you know during the day what I'm doing. It's in the contract. It says right away that I will be using hypnosis. And then you're like, oh, you can't hypnotize me. It's like, okay, well, I'm just telling you, this is how I do it. You're going to have a lot of repetitive words you'll see in the contract. You're going to have repetitive things I'm telling you. I'll be touching you on the shoulder. There's lots of things I do to trigger what I need to trigger. And I'm telling you ahead of time how I do it and look out for it. It's up to you now not to let me get inside your head. Do not let me hypnotize you. Because if I do, you have no chance. I can put you inside a little kiddie pool with three inches of water and tell you there's a great white shark in there. And you're going to be freaking out like there's a shark in there with you. It's ridiculous. And, again, all your listeners are like, oh, he's full of, he's full of crap. Really? Well, you take me on. You challenge me then. And we'll see I've, if I'm I've full of crap. It. I've seen people go in there. Oh, I'm gonna do it, and they can. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. Uh, so yeah. obviously, you already said a lot for many questions that I that I had here, like your background and why why you think so many people feel like going through the manner. Because obviously, you know you know what you're doing. So, do you think because of this background of yours? As you just mentioned, the hypnosis and everything. You think because of this background of yours in the military and the Navy, this gives you that, that advantage and that sort of like uh, ability to put people so much on edge that they just have no idea what's going on. Because I've, I, I, I watch a lot of military documentaries myself and I see how they grab a civilian, a person from a regular civilization society and whatnot, and they turn them into soldiers, and then they turn, to turn them into Marines, and then what's so, what, you know, everything. So you think that background really helps a lot, and that's why you're the best at this? Yes, that is absolutely 1,000%. I'm glad you caught on to that, because that is my, that's my ace up my sleeve. I mean, I don't know if you or your listeners know what a black site is, but that's what I did for a lot of years. And that's interrogation techniques. That's MK Ultra. That is mind control techniques. This is where people are taken away from the states. And this is where people are interrogated because we can't do it legally in the states. So a black site is a site, is an area that the bad guys go to if we need to get information out of them. Okay. So. My nickname was the counselor, and that should tell you everything you need to know right there. So, yes, I'm very good at being able to get inside somebody's head without ever laying a hand on you. I, I'll, I'll promise you this. If you come to take the tour, all your listeners, no one's going to rough you up. No one's going to yell at you. No one's going to scream at you. No one's going to you know, make you feel bad. No one's going to demean you. I don't need to do any of that stuff to win. I don't need to do any of that. That's why I don't have to have actors. So a lot of the movies that you guys watch, it's like five years old. It's the old stuff. And that's all fun with the big guys yelling and screaming. Blah, blah, blah. But in reality, come on. How scary really is that if you're going through it after a while? Not really, because 
you know that, okay, good, there's this guy yelling at me and screaming at me, big flipping deal. You know, your, your body just gets, gets used to that. But the stuff that I do all alone, I don't need one single actor. It's only me in the manor. So what I do inside your noggin is a thousand times more frightening than what some bearded guy that's yelling and screaming at you is going to do to you. That's not scary. But what I'm doing, and the reason why it's called desolation, is you are abandoned. You are left alone. Everything that happens when you have to do the real tour at night, you are now on your own. You better have good recall. You better remember everything I taught you because if, if you don't, you're going to be in some serious trouble. So that's what real fear is, is the mind. And if I have that technique to be able to get inside your head, then it's all over. And clearly, if you watch my success rate, clearly I have that skill. So I don't need somebody pushing and shoving you around. So if anybody's afraid of that, will be like, oh, I would go, but I don't want to be roughed up. You're not going to get roughed up. No one's going to lay a pinky on you. You're going to do this all to yourself. I'm going to sit back and watch the manor just take control of you. And you can even control what you want to do. I don't care. After you read the contract, I'm going to say, okay, what stuff do you want to do, contestant? Oh, I really want to do this and that. That sounds exciting. Okay, that's fine. I'll let you control your own tour. Every tour is different. I'll let you do exactly what you want to do. In the order you want to do it, it doesn't matter to me because I know the manor is going to chew you up and spit you out no matter what direction you try to take the tour on. It doesn't matter. I just got to sit back there and make sure you're okay and safe. My job is like a safety guy at that point in time. It's up to you. It's up to you not to let the manor get inside your noggin, and it will. So, yes, yeah, so my military training has everything to do with the success of McKinney Manor. 100%, absolutely. So where where do you think all this hate towards you comes from? Because is it, is it because you keep some things behind the scenes and people fantasize about the darkest possibilities? Because everybody wants the worst for everybody else. I mean, the world is a messed up place, unfortunately, and people want to see others suffer because it makes them feel good for some reason. I don't know. But um, yep. do you think that's why there's so much hate towards you and this whole project? Of I, yours? I think the haters between you and me, I'm kind of glad they're there. Don't tell them, but I'm glad, I'm glad they're there. All right, so, but the haters are the most interesting part about the manor because on a psychological level, that's insane how obsessed they are about a guy and his hobby. You know, you're, folks, this is a hobby. I don't get paid for this. You know, cost of mission, a bag of dog food. I don't, I put in over a million dollars of my own money into this haunt. Have I ever made a penny on it? No. All the movies that are made about me, the Netflix shows, do I get paid for that? No. Everybody else makes money on me, but I don't because that's not a concern of mine. My concern is to keep the manner a mystery, keep it a legend. I've been offered a billion TV shows, well, not a billion. But I've been offered several TV shows on NBC and Universal and Sci-Fi Channel. I turn them all down because they want to give away the magic, and I'm a magician. Why would I ever do that? I don't care how much money you give me. It's not worth it. I would rather keep people spun up, have them freak out, have them writing all these crazy, hateful things. I mean, that just cracks me up. So if anybody wants to really do an interesting new 
documentary on the manor, do it on the haters because look, these people are so obsessed. And they're not kids. These are adults with families and stuff. And they spend their entire life doing nothing but trying to bring the manor down, trying to get me to, you know, throw it in jail, trying to shut us down. I mean, it's like, it's like insane. And it's like, don't you have a family to take care of? But they don't. It's like nonstop, 24-7. There's all these hate groups, you know, on, on Facebook and on YouTube and, you know, petitions and, there's been, you know, indictments against me. Grand juries have been set up to try to lock me away. I mean, any the IRS, when I had the betting going on with uh, Las Vegas when I was in San Diego, when that was going on, the IRS got involved. They even put a tax lien on my house until they found out that it was perfectly legal what I was doing. So it's crazy. And this, is all, this all stems from the haters. The haters will call the FBI. I mean, literally, I know what they've got on me. They've got a file on me so thick you cannot believe it. It's crazy. Just like my first guy here to Summertown, right away, without knowing a single thing about me, just based upon the movies, the head people, you know, the DA, the county commissioner, the judge, everybody else, they put out this community alert. This is something you do for, like, a murderer coming into your community, right? Where they're, like, saying, go get him. This is where he lives. If you don't want him in your community, get him out of here. You know, they were literally trying to run me out of town with violence. I mean, I had, I had you know, death threats against me, you name, which I always get those. That's kind of common. But, you know, and this came from the, the leadership, the county commissioner. It's like, what? Without even talking to me? So then I'm, it's like, if you're going to put all this nonsense out, don't you think you should at least have some communication with me and come visit the manor, see how it works, find out what it's all about. I almost got killed on our second tour because the neighbors called the police and said, oh, yeah, there's a hostage going on. So they came out, guns drawn. And if it wasn't for me changing my battery, thank goodness I film everything. And the district attorney had this conversation with me. He said, if you weren't changing your battery when you did and came out, he said, we would have blown your heads off we would have every legal right to do so. Now, that's the kind of mentality that I have to deal with in these small southern towns. It's a different ball game out here. So that's why I have to, like, you know, call the police every time before I do a show, invite them to come and watch. But the thing about it is all these haters, you know, especially in the leadership department, I invite them all. Come out anytime you want, unannounced. Hey, bring a film crew. Film it, whatever. I have nothing to hide. But they don't do it. They've never once come out to actually watch a show. But they'll sit back there on their computer and say and try to indict me. Indict me. So they took they took it to a judge to try to get a grand jury. And what were they basing it on? Were my movies. They were taking my movies to the judge saying, This guy needs to be in jail. We need to lock him away. It's like are you is that how insane is this, right? So, you know, it brings so much attention to it. But on the other hand, I've got some serious, crazy people out there really wanting me dead over a hobby, ladies and gentlemen, a hobby where nobody's being forced to come here. No one's being hurt. You know, nobody is having things happen against their will. It's crazy. So they're the ones. That's the next movie. Documentary crew, if you're listening, you need to, like, focus on the haters. So. 
Yeah, it's, I've never seen anything like it ever in my life. And it's not even, you know, it, it just blows my mind. Again, this is my own personal little hobby, like flying remote-controlled airplanes or singing in a band, whatever, things I like to do. I'm an entertainer. This is strictly show business, people. It's fun and games. And they're just insane about it. So, yeah, there you go. There's, my, there's a movie that I want your folks to watch, again, on McKamey Manor Presents, and it's called Media Insanity. And it'll show you all the film clips of all the news stories. They were hammering me when I first got here. It's pretty fascinating to watch. Media insanity, including the county commissioner. He's on there saying how it's a fetish house. It's torture. You know, and, and I, use, I use his words against him all the time now. In fact, one of the requirements for a new contestant when they come here is they have to try to get an interview with the county commissioner. And if they do that, I give them 20 extra fail cards right off the bat, which is all you need. If you have 20 fail cards, man, you go a long way. But he will never talk to anybody because he knows he stepped in it, and he knows the kind of threats I got, and he knows what kind of trouble, you know, person can be into causing that kind of harm against somebody without having any kind of knowledge or any kind of proof or anything. So, yeah, so he doesn't talk to anybody anymore. But I, I constantly use his, it's a fetish house, it's a torture house. If you watch my movies, you'll see him in there. Because, you know, that's prime merchandise for me. Uh, be, being on the news and calling me out that way when you don't know anything about it and you never have once talked with me, that's crazy to me. So, yes, this is what happens at the matter. I make people lose their minds. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, ignorant people are will always be ignorant. And if they don't know what they're talking about, there will always, as, as mentioned, you know, there will always fantasize about the darkest possibilities. Oh, it's a, it's a hellhole. Probably you've been blamed with being satanic, a ritualist oh, yeah. or something. <laughs> so, on the subject of police and everything and the forces wanting to talk to you, have you ever thought of bringing people over to the manor from jail? Like making a deal with, with, the, with the warden or something and bringing, even, bringing over people from jail with a, a very controlled, systematic type of manner is that has that ever come across your mind because Do you mean like are, like bringing bringing the leadership over or bringing like people who are in jail over people who are in jail yes no nah, i wouldn't want them uh, so i'm really selective i get that a lot you try to put these bad guys to your tour and i don't want them here because they disgust me so okay. it's like i'm really selective on who comes here there's a big screening process i can tell you that 95 percent of people don't apply I mean, don't get in after I screen them. So if you've got any kind of background issues, if you've got any kind of, you know, felonies or anything, any sexual stuff going on, anything where you hurt a child or, you know, domestic abuse, you're never, you're never taking a step in here because I'm the biggest advocate in the world for the safety of children and for the safety of women. And if you're that kind of guy, first off, you shouldn't be walking around the earth, as far as I'm concerned. You can put away someplace and be done with you. But, no, I would never bring in some creep that way. No way. This haunt is for good people. This haunt is for people who have earned to come here. 
high quality. I want high quality individuals. So I'll tell you right now, if you got a back, if you got a background that's shaky, nah, you're not coming in here. If you're not a responsible person, nope, you're not coming in here. If you don't have like proof of uh, medical insurance, you can't keep a job down, nope, you're not coming in coming in here. You know, you've got to be a squared away guy. If you like, for example, one of the questions I ask is, what kind of films do you like? And if they like these underground, hardcore, deranged, really violent, sexually perverted type films, horror films, you're not coming in here. No flipping away. I want normal people. I want people who don't get off and don't get thrilled by seeing something happen to, you know, a baby or something. There's some horrible movies out there. And so if they give me that impression that they like that, and I'll ask them straight out, hey, you know what this movie is? You ever seen this? Oh, yeah, I'm a fan of that. Really? What the hell's wrong with you? You know, and then never, never will they be here. So I'm very particular on who comes here. And um, that's just the way it is. If you don't like my rules, go start your own haunt up. The people are like, oh, wow, you know, that's not right. Well, it is right because there's right and there's wrong. And, again, I'm not like what people think. I have a lot of morals, a lot of values, and if you can't even kind of keep up with that a little bit, you're not going to be here. And if you're a dirtbag, you're not going to be here. So if you're in jail, you're not going to be here. And um, But I, I will let, and I always tell law enforcement, you're welcome to come here anytime you want. Again, you can take the tour. You can go through it. Mr. District Attorney, I want you to come on down and go through it and view it, but they never do. So, you know, their, their, their argument about having this heartache against me doesn't hold any water when they're not even willing to come down and see what it really is. And when, I, when they do show up for different things, for, for like, you know, I've had to call them a couple times because people have been on my property, death threats or whatever. I always I will say, hey, do you want to take a look around? Even though it's not all here, we have, you know, probably some of the show is here, but most of it is on different sites. I'll show them everything. This is how it works. This is what it is. And then they go, oh, wow, that's amazing. You know, then they get it, right? But until then, it's not as bad as it was out here, but still now what it is is that the leadership now has it in for me because I made them look foolish. You know, they put so much pressure about trying to get me out of here court papers, cease and desist letters. They actually said I was killing people on my property. And, and this came from a police officer across the street from me who says I was killing people. Well, if you think I'm killing somebody, you better be over here stopping it. You know, so it's, it's this kind of insanity that, that I get a hold of. So watch that movie, Media Insanity, so you'll know. But uh, the law enforcement, you're always welcome to come here and watch a show. Be part of the show. Help me out. And you'll understand that it really isn't what you think it is. So, there you go. So, on that note that you mentioned, um, the, the predators and everything, there's a website that I would like to promote called Expo ExposingExploitation.com. And that website focuses on reporting and having all these websites with crazy shit happening reported brought down and let's because on the 25th of april i told you it was a special day for us here in portugal because it's the carnation revolution it's when in 1974 dictatorship was brought down by the military forces alongside the civilians to bring democracy over to, to this country however it's it's also file day and uh, i found out later on and i spent that whole night 
bringing down YouTube channels that are it's children who want famous uh, want to become famous on the internet, and then these creeps go there and uh, promise them to give them money and give them sort of like popularity and and we, we we're working on that to bring that down with exposing exploitation i'm also going to be working with them uh, with the podcast to, to to expose as many of these uh fucks as there are so no that's that's excellent there's a there's a lot of nasty dirty sites out there hurting kids yeah. and anything you anything you can do to help with that man i applaud you because that's my biggest problem with the with the all the garbage that I went through is that they spent so much time and energy on me when they yeah. could have used that money and resources on all the meth problems. There's a, it's a major meth drug problem situation out here and all the child abuse and the animal abuse. I mean, if you want to spend time on something, spend time on the real stuff, not a, not a haunted house with a quality individual who's running it. That's ridiculous. You know, Absolutely. I don't have, there's not a skeleton in my closet. I'm so transparent. Everybody knows everything about me, and you're welcome to check anything and everything. I've never been in trouble in any way, shape, or form. You know, go pick on the real issues. Go help the children. And that just fires me up that they spent time on me. Are you kidding me? When you could have been helping kids? It, so what do you think about you? You've heard about the Notre Dame Cathedral uh, deal, right? Yeah. Okay. Horrible. So that is horrible indeed. I agree. It's a very historically valuable monument. However, do you know how much money was raised to reconstruct this building? 700 million euros. So I mean that I know probably more at this point. That is a lot of money to rebuild a, a building, which I think the priorities are very wrong in this world. That money could be spent on helping children without families, uh, helping those in India, man. There's so many children and families in India who need help. Just a, a small, the smallest portion of that money could help change those families, man. And and this much money is being put into a building, which uh, it's yeah. valuable, but it is still a building. It's no, I I, I agree hundred percent. I mean, uh, a building is a building, and yes, it's a it's a special building, and I'm sure there's a way to do both. You know, you exactly. can take some of that money, but you could put the majority of it into helping children and helping real situations. I mean, you could still get the building rebuilt, of course, you can do that, but do you need all of that money? Can't that go towards helping people who really need the help right now? Absolutely. So, yeah, I agree a thousand percent. Especially in France with, with all the, the, the mass immigration that happened in the previous years, France is being overtaken by, uh, you know, refugees. The problem with mass immigration is obviously there's going to be bad people coming in the countries because documentation and, and, and reassurance that these people are good people are not required. So I, I hate to say, let's keep those people there, but why can't we just help those people there first? And then if things cannot be changed, then allow them to come over to our countries because I'd rather keep my oh, people safe than and help others yeah. than, you know, go 
about that. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, we're having the same problem over here in the States, of course, with mass immigration. And, and, and you're just kidding yourself if you're not thinking that bad folks aren't flipping through. You're, you're kidding yourself. And then all the, you know, in, in the way the children are abused under that scam, because it is a scam. They, they take a child and they bring them across the border. And if you have a child with you, well, then they have to basically let you go. And then they just reform that child out again, and the children are sexually abused. They're trafficked. It's horrible. And so, and everybody knows it's happening. But you know, certain the Democrats. I'm not to get all political. But the Democrats are like fighting uh, the Republicans on border security. It's crazy. And if you're just digging your head in the sand, if you're thinking horrible things are happening, you can't just let. You can't have open borders. I'm sorry, you can't do it. I mean, yes. we need. We need the right people. We need to have people who are vented and who have come, come into this country the right way. You just can't break the law and not have expect bad things to happen. I mean, it's just, it's just common sense. And unfortunately, again, children are the ones who get hurt. And that's happening here in, this, in the States. Every single day, they're used as pawns. And, you know, they're not even their parents. They're just grabbing children. And pretending that they're their parents, and we, by law, can't turn them away. But we know it's happening. It's it's really messed up, and something needs to happen. And the same thing was happening in France and these other places in England who just let the mass refugees come in, and you're going to have major issues, and they are having major issues because of that. I went to England for seven months. One day after uh, a terrorist attack uh, happened in London. And I was like, oh, oh boy, it was a metro too. In, in, in London, if you go to London, it's like you're going to use the metro all the time because it's like it's, it's the best way of transportation. And I was like, okay. Uh, I mean, I have my ticket, so I got to go. But hopefully, you know, thankfully, rather, uh, nothing happened of, of those uh, situations. But it is scary to think about those things. And about the children, I just want to say to everybody listening to this, remember that YouTube, Twitter, all of these platforms are rigged with predators because it's where you least expect them. These companies will say, oh, guys, we are super secure, super safe. It's always going to be fine. We are report, report them and we're going to do. No. You know what they do on YouTube when the predators report, uh, report it on the comment section? They disable the comments. They don't bring down the video. So what do you think you're doing with just disabling the comments? The, the video is still there. People are still going to watch the video. <laughs> you know? That's what do you think stomach. about that? That's insane. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes me sick to my stomach. I know. I mean, YouTube is the worst as far as reporting things and getting them to uh, correct a wrong. For example, this is a different situation, but, you know, I've got a hacked channel that's been hacked now for three years people are stealing money from me every Still? every month and they never they won't take the channel down they won't return the channel and youtube doesn't care you can't talk to youtube you can't talk to google you can't get to a real person just like if you got to a real person explain the predator situation they might go oh my god really okay but but they don't they don't care google youtube they don't care because they're making money on this stuff. It's, 
it's sickening and insane. And Facebook is just as bad. Sickening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's because it's a bunch of bots running these platforms because YouTube is like, eh, you report somebody and there's probably an algorithm or a bot that, that judges the report and goes like, eh, okay. That's why the whole uh, keywords are used. You know how many comments I got this uh, last 25th of April from people? It was it was the most random thing I've ever heard seen in my life. On the comment section below, there's a bunch of people going like, kids' videos, super innocent. They're just dancing or doing things or whatever. And then you see a comment saying pizza. And I'm like, oh, you... I'm gonna report you right now, you pervert. And that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, I, I congratulate you that you're doing what you're doing by trying to keep a handle on that the best you can. But you know, but 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 until we can actually be able to personally talk to these live individuals that run Google and Yahoo, it's just gonna be run by bots, and the bots don't do it. It's, and it's a scam. It's a scam. And it makes me sick that they're making billions of dollars off of YouTube and Facebook, but they won't do the right thing and actually talk with individuals who's, who've got information about people that shouldn't be on there and should be reported and should be put away, but they clearly don't care. That's just, that makes me insane. And, and I don't know what to do about it. I mean, I've tried every it's... route you can think of to get to a live person. You don't get to a live person. In Google or, or, or Facebook or, or, you know, or YouTube, it's all connected, but you don't get to a live person. And it's, it's, just, it's disgusting. Especially with what you're saying about your case where your channel was hacked and nobody did anything because probably they're not interested in your content that much as they are interested probably in a kid generating millions of views. Yeah. And that's a lot of ad revenue. So, ah. Let's bring back this channel, but let's not bring back the haunted house. Zoom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one channel's got, you know, 100 million views, something like that. You know, so that's big money for them. That's a big channel. And, um, you know, it, and it's just messed up because those people have, you know, again, stolen my intellectual property. They're, that's it. I mean, how do you do that? My, my, you know, McKinney Manor is copyrighted. You know, it's, it's officially copyrighted with the government. But YouTube doesn't care. They'll let that channel run. They'll continue to pay people um, money for monetizing when it's not their content. And then it's also unfortunate that a lot of your fans, like the ones listening, will be directed to that channel because that's the one with 100 million views. And so it's a cycle that won't end. And they're seeing old stuff, so they're not informed with what's really going on. That's why I always have to push, push, push that. McKamey Manor Presents is the right channel. But if anybody out there knows how to get that channel shut down or you know, back to me again, hey, I'll listen. I've had everybody and anybody try to help me out, but it's never come through. But, but besides my little stupid channel stuff, the main thing, the more, more important thing is the safety of the kids. Like what you're talking about, these sites that prey on the kids, the fact that YouTube won't do anything about that, that's just insane and disgusting and if there was a way to talk to a live person they would surely see your case they would just cut and dry i mean no live person is going to say oh yeah we'll continue to let that happen i don't think 
I mean, if they do, they should be shot. But, you know, I mean, what, what live human being is really going to allow these sites that are, you know, attacking and trying to solicit children continue? Who would do that? I can't imagine anybody. So we just have to figure out a way to actually talk to YouTube, Google, and Facebook. But I haven't figured it out yet. So maybe you can. Here's what I'll say, Russ. Uh, this is my motto, which is I'd rather die poor with my dignity than die a rich piece of shit asshole. Right. So that's what I live by. I don't care if if somebody I mean, as a matter of fact, if you want to bring if one of these perverts has a bunch of money and they want to bring me down, you're not going to take anything from me because I have nothing. <laughs> so go ahead. Uh, the only thing you can take from me is identity. And even it, if, if even that is not worth it. So we need to be doing uh, the good for, for children, women as well. Because Man, sometimes the deep web has really messed up things. And I found one not too long ago, which is a red room. I'm pretty sure you have, you've already heard of these because of the manner. And I found a website which was basically hosted on a paste bin, which uh, it's really bad because... I mean, it's fr it's supposedly from Brazil, and if you know, Brazil has the favelas, right? And the favelas are neighborhoods, really troubled neighborhoods that I uh, people are expendable basically because these are so poor people, and and and, and they're just like useless. I'm air quoting useless. But they're not useless. They're just people. They're they're. I'm sure they deserve a life just as I do and you do and everybody else. Um, and, and, and these these guys could I mean it could be just some edgy teenagers wanting to be edgy making these pages but I it felt real to me so it's it's things like that that I like to find all of these things and just things. stop this, this this madness man because the deep web could be good it could be used for good for for legitimate good people but a lot of I mean, you can't balance it out, man. Good people, there's always going to be bad people in the world. So, no, that, that's crazy, though. I mean, but, you know, there's got to be a way to be able to talk to these people personally, but I haven't figured it out. And you talk about red rooms, and I want to clear something up for your fans who maybe think that McKinney Manor is a red room or something. That's insane. I mean, you hear that all the time. You see that in these videos that these clowns make about all these hate videos saying that the manor is is that, a red room. That's the most stupid thing I've ever heard in my life. The manor is a show, not reality. It's a show. It's entertainment. Everybody knows what's going on. You know, yes, it's all it's real what you're doing, but no one's getting tortured. No one's getting whatever you think is happening. There's nothing sexual going on. There's nothing inappropriate. It's very PG-13. And you to do be give people the like ability to leave, right? That's insane. You do give people the ability to just, hey, I, I can't do it anymore. So, you know, I do, I do now. <laughs> I do oh, now. Do. So, so to be fair, the old, the old location in San Diego five years ago, it was a little more. It was different in the sense that, like, there wasn't a safe word, and that was a big controversial thing. Now. Does that mean I'm going to keep somebody in there if they really can't handle it? Of course not. But 
was it scarier not having a safe race? Of course it was. And but people had to sign up for that. So part of the contract states 20 different times, are you sure you do not want a safe race? Are you sure you're, you know what you're getting into? Yes, yes, yes. You keep me in your rust until I can no longer go mentally or physically. You control when I come out. Are you sure? Huh? You know, and, and then sure enough, as soon as they get in, they're like, let me out, let me out. I was like, no, you're not going anywhere. Now, it made for some really good footage and some really scary moments, but those people were okay. I mean, clearly I'm not going to let people go beyond their limit, but we would push them. I guarantee you, we would push them until like it was like they were walking on the edge and they were getting pushed over the edge. I mean, it was scary. And so it was a different kind of show, though. Now, the way it is, because it just has to be this way, is a safe word is absolutely given to you. It's funny, I actually in the waiver, it still says, you want one? If you don't want, it's okay. But at the end of the, end of the night, before the show starts, I, I, I make them take a safe phrase, and they're glad they did. Because, you know, the district attorney, he talked to me, and he said, if even half of what is true is what I'm seeing in his movies, I'll have you locked away for five years. And then if you keep anybody in here longer, when they say they want out, I'll have you in here for another 10 years. So, you know, he was being honest with what he would do to me if I played that game of keeping people here when they said they wanted out. So clearly, I'm not going to chance that. So that's the reason why the game had to be adjusted. You have to adapt and overcome and make things different. And that's why I turned into more of a psychological game which in turn is scarier, but for my own well-being, I'm not going to get myself locked away for 10 years because that's what they wanted to do. And he gave me fair warning. If we played that kind of game, I'd be in jail. So clearly that's not going to happen, right? So, um, But even back in the old day when people were insane, insane you know, i got to tell you, they're, they're much more hip to what things really are. you know. It's not, even back then, it's not what you think. We're still in your heads in San Diego. We're still really just digging in there and getting you all crazy. And um, if you really needed to go, you could go. And that's why at the end of the shows, I would always have them do an interview. And part of, that, part of the questionnaire was always, were you really held against your will in reality? And the answer to every time was, no, of course not. Did I really do this and do that? No, of course not. So even those people that you see in those crazy moments of panic, they're not really being held against their will. You know, it's still theatric. It's still a game. And uh, so people need to understand that. It's a live theatrical show. But, uh, you know, clearly it looks scary and it upsets a lot of people. And, but that's the idea. The idea, of course, I, I want it to look scary. I'm a filmmaker. I'm an entertainer. I'm trying. If it wasn't scary looking, you wouldn't be talking about it. You know, so I know how to do what I do. I'm good at what I do. And, um, but people are safe. Unless you don't tell me honestly what could possibly hurt you. So as long as you're up front with me and you're telling me how things really are for you medically and mentally before you ever go in, you'll be fine. Don't lie to me. Don't try to get over on me because a manner is going to find out your weaknesses and then you might get hurt because you're trying to 
go beyond where you should be going. As long as you, and part of the thing before I relate anybody in, they have to agree on film and on, on the contract, it states that you have to promise me that you will say that safe phrase if things get too mentally and physically challenging for you. You know, you have to promise me that's going to happen. And if I don't think you're going to do that, I won't let you in here. Because the time, the only times we've had problems and injuries are from people who are like, I'll never quit. I'll die before I quit. You know, well, I don't want you here then. You know, so as long as you have good common sense and you have intelligence, then that's what we're looking for. We're not looking for the wild psychos that are like, I'll never give up. You know, like, really? Don't come here. So I have to weed those people out. Okay. So are you ever thinking about, this is for the last question, uh, are you thinking about at some point, if somebody comes over with a deal or somebody says, yeah, we can provide some investment if you're willing to do, so, uh, to do this, to perhaps expand over to like the world, maybe make like something, you know, um, mobile or something like that. Are you thinking about that? Is that like a possibility for the future? It's possible. I mean, I actually had a show in England for a while. Um, I was working with, uh, Uh, what was the name of the show? It was called it was called Snuff House. They had a tour called Snuff House, and um, and so the manor was part of that until I found out that they were doing inappropriate things when they promised me via a contract that they wouldn't. They know my rules, and then I got I caught wind from another from some contestants that went through. Like, do you know that they stripped me down nude and they were doing what? And so I I you know I cut all ties with these people. That's the hard thing about when you do stuff and you're not totally in control of it. These, these companies are, these individuals will tell you what you want to hear because they know my stand and how serious I am about things. But then they're like, well, Russ is gone now. Let's just do what we want to do, but we'll still use his name. You know, so it's like, it's kind of, uh, it's hard to do unless I'm directly involved with it and I can make sure that no, no monkey business is going on. But I'm not, I'm not uh, close to the idea if I got in with some legitimate people. I'm also, I would love to see a, a major movie being made about the manor. I think that's a prime thing because the manor has so many, has such a reputation. The whole world knows about it. Got a built-in audience. For better or for worse, you either love it or you hate it. So many rumors are going on about it. All these urban legends. You could take all that and spin it into a really interesting controversial movie because people are going to go, you see, oh, I knew that was true. Ah, you know, you could do all kinds of stuff and because people think all this craziness. Now, of course, I'd have to still have really good control of it. Some things I would not ever allow to be in, but there's so many people have such a wrong, different idea about the manner that you can make them, you can make their heads explode with a movie. You know, even Rob Zombie uses my tactics. The movie 31 There's even an interview about how 31 is all about McCainy Manor, and it certainly is. If you watch the movie 31, it's like, oh, that's, oh, the manor does that. Yeah, there it is. Again, the manor does that. It's like, even in this article, it's like, yeah, that's a ripoff of McCainy Manor. And then there's a movie called Houses That October Built. That's a lot about McCainy Manor in there. So it's about this people going out to go to these real extreme haunts and what happens to them. All the houses that, that October built. There's a one and a two, uh, and that's 
total ripoff of McKinney Matter. So people are people are, are making money on me, and I'm flattered, I guess. But I would love to see a real McKinney Manor film. And of course, I'd have to be in it because I am the Manor. Everybody relates me, this little noggin right here, to the Manor. So I could I could be this crazy character, the one that they think I am, and uh, it'd be it'd be a classic. It'd be a, you know it could be really over the top and really just nutty. Of course, I still wouldn't have anything inappropriate sexual wise or anything. I wouldn't be doing that route, but you could do it just crazy where people are like, I knew Russ was a psychopath. Oh, right there. There it is. You know, it'd be great. But uh, yeah, so I'm always open to that, but I would need somebody who's legitimate and who really wants to bankroll and make the manner the right way. You also can make the manner more for the general public as well. You can do the manner's greatest hits or, you know, the you know manner legends and do all the things that people know the things that people have seen, and you can have those as various rooms that they have to attend and make it very interactive but still appropriate for, you know, other people and not just the ones that want the hardcore stuff that we do. So there's lots of things that can be done if it's done right with the right group of people. But it's hard to find those people. I've been scammed a lot with people who are trying to ride my coattails who want to, like, use my name. The one in England wasn't the only one. I had one out here. There's this group out here in, in, uh, in my neck of the woods who wanted to, and they were very upfront about it. We just want to ride your coattails, and we want to start our own hunt. We want to, but then they, they turned into some really nasty individuals, the kind of people that we would not want to associate with. But, yeah, so people try to use my name often. So, you know, but I'm, I'm willing, if I can verify who they are and really, you know, have it be legitimately done it's possible yeah it's possible okay folks so that's it for the grinders verdict with russ mckamey from the mckamey manor russ if you have anything else to say um there you have it there's here's your platform i appreciate the chance of uh, clearing the air a little bit and i really appreciate your uh you being an advocate to helping out kids man that that's aces with me so congrats on that keep doing that if anybody's interested in taking the tour, what you need to do is go to the website, which is thecamymanor.com, and there's a contact form. Fill that out, send it to me, and then I'll cut and paste and send back to you all the information, requirements, everything you need to know about getting into the manor. Once you do all that, if you think you can meet the requirements, you'll then contact me. You'll call me on the phone. My phone number's in there as well. I'm not shy. I'll talk to anybody and everybody. Okay, and we'll see if you make a good contestant. We'll try to schedule you and get you down here. But again, do not, do not, do not do this for the money. You will not win. Do not do this because you think it's therapy and you think it's going to help because you're broken or have issues going on. You think this is what it's going to take to make yourself feel better. Negative. It's not going to help you. This is purely a show, folks. It's entertainment. It's an illusion. It's a live theatrical show that you're going to go through. It's not going to fix you. It's not going to help you out financially. Do this for the right reason because you just want to go through the world's most extreme, scary, safe experience. This is where you're going to live your own horror movie in a very safe way. It's like nothing you can wrap your head around. I can promise you that. But you'll have an absolute blast if you give it a try. It's fun. But just come here knowing what it is and what it's not, and just have a good time, and you'll 
and you will you'll do just that. So I'm hoping I'll hear from some of your your uh, your you know listeners here, and we'll try to get you on schedule sometime down the road. Uh, right now we're filled up for the next several months, of course, but people back out. You know we'll get you here one one way or another. Uh, may not be soon, but you know we can make your dreams come true. So make it happen. There you go, guys. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you guys on the next Tuesday. Adios. Thank you.